Welcome everybody to the Nerdpool Podcast with the fat fool who loves Deadpool, your host, Jamie. The water's fine. Come on in. What's up, all my chimichangas and tacos out there? Welcome to another episode of the Nerdpool Podcast. As always, I am your host, the fat fool that loves Deadpool. Yes, it's me, it's me, it's the J-M-I-E, your 171st favorite podcast host, and as always, your Sherpa down the road of nerdiness. And I want to send a big happy Father's Day to all the fathers out there, but one in particular, it is my father, Lord Bromley. I want to say thank you from the bottom of my heart for teaching me just to be a good human being, to be how to be a man, how to be generous, how to be kind, and just helping me to become the man that I am today. I also want to give you a very special happy birthday that's coming up later this week. I love you, Pop. Thank you for everything you've done. We're going to jump into the next episode today, episode 11, after last week's groundbreaking episode 10. We got another guest in the Nerd Studios today, we're going to be talking to the proprietor of the Geek and Thought YouTube channel, a friend of mine, Andrew, as we discuss Wonder Woman and we discuss the DC movie verse in general. He pitches his ideas for the DC movies and we do a little fan casting. Um, I hope you enjoy the episode. I was going to split this up into the two-parter because it's a relatively long episode, but I figured if Joe Rogan could do it, why not? I'm going to put it out there. I'm going to see what kind of feedback I get, and if you know, it gives you a little bit more time just to ingest everything, so sit back, relax, grab your cold drink, and just enjoy as we discuss nerddom and fandom in general. Let's get right into it. All right, we're here today. Uh, I'm sitting with the proprietor of Geek and Thought, the YouTube channel. Um, you should go subscribe to it. It's uh, my good friend, a the hipster nerd, I like to call him. He doesn't like Forrest Gump, and he thinks DC should bend the knee to Marvel, which is going to be why I've got him talking today about DC. Andrew, how are you doing? <laughs> I'm pretty good, man, pretty good. <laughs> well, we're going to start today, since you are mainly a Marvel guy, pretty and sure. I'm split down the middle. If you make me pick, I'm going to have to choose Marvel, mainly because they have Deadpool, and Deadpool is my favorite character. If you've ever listened to the show, you know that. If you know me, you know that. So, since we're going to do it that, we're just going to start in. Uh, I know you've recently seen Wonder Woman. I have, too. Give me some of your thoughts on what you thought Wonder Woman was, or the Captain America remake, as I'll call that. Okay, so <laughs> you recently had on Allison and Chase, mm-hmm. and I actually went and saw it with them. And as we were leaving the theater, they asked me, you know, like, like hey, so like, you know, what'd you think? And, of course, I said, like, it was fine. And, and, they, and, and they're, both of their reactions immediately were... Well, you're probably saying that because <laughs> because it's not a Marvel movie, and it's like that's not exactly true. But it, it's it's weird at this point. Almost every movie that I see that is DC, the bar is lowered so so much so that I just you know I mean like that like if it's somewhat of like an okay movie, it's a great movie. Like you know I mean like it's I, that's that's just what I felt with Suicide Suicide Squad was an okay movie. Yeah, but it just it it wasn't when you're looking at what a superhero movie is or could be with any Marvel movie or even some of the Fox or Sony movies. It's not that great of a movie. Yeah. It, it just really isn't. And Wonder Woman is the best of any of the DC movies that they have come out with okay. in this extended universe. We're not talking about Dark Knight. Sure. sure. Batman Begins. We're talking about the DCEU, which is Man of Steel, Suicide Squad, Batman v Superman, and Wonder Woman. It is the best movie out of all of them right now, even though at times with me it took a little too much Captain America. It took way too much from Captain yeah, America, it seemed yeah. like to me. I mean, but I will say that... There's no scene in Captain America that has the exact same amount of tension and and pacing of the uh, like trench scene. 
it's, yeah. it's so yes. incredible. Like her, her just like you know, finally like you know, showing everybody how powerful you know she is, and her getting up and her just her shield blocking the bullets, and her like picking up the tank and running into the tower. Like like that's a really cool action sequence, and I like the fact that uh, Chris Pine and friends. Uh, weren't entirely useless. They're, it's the only movie in like recent memory that has a group of humans that I actually cared about. And like, I mean, like in most other other films, I mean, like they've got like you know five or six guys and they have names. Like I don't really care about them, but I actually cared about like you know Chris Pine's crew here and like that they all had their own personalities and quirks and they, they were actually helping out like in certain certain little bits. Yeah. Yes. Uh, I totally agree with that. The one thing I do like about the Wonder Woman is the fact that they didn't make. Wonder Woman, it's so it would have been so easy to just make a superhero movie and just plop a female lead into it, which it was I kind of was afraid that's what they're gonna do, and they didn't. They actually made it where she was she was feminine and she was sexy, she was naive, but yet she was still badass. The only main thing I had is that this I would really consider more of a war movie. This movie took so long to get into her being Wonder Woman, sure. and I know you've got to have a backstory to go into it. You've got to let people in. We all wanted to know how they were going to handle the being made out of clay thing, if they were going to even mention it. And they did, which I actually enjoyed the fact that they did that, even though that wasn't the actual case in the end. Spoilers. I'm going to put spoilers, spoilers, spoilers. <laughs> but that wasn't the actual case in the end of it. It was cool that they put a little nod to that, but they didn't just make it a insert female lead here. They made it an actual female lead-driven movie, even if it took a while to get into it. And they made her a complete badass when they did get into the part with her being Wonder Woman. You saying that makes me think of Marvel and uh, like Captain Marvel coming up in like two years. I, I feel that like Brie Larson is just like a hot star currently put her in place there. Like like nothing in her background makes me think of her as this like action hero. Uh, and I felt the same way with you know like Paul Rudd. I mean, I mean, I mean, like a lot of people like him as Ant Man. He he's still not a superhero type to me. And I guess that's the whole point of of Scott Lang is that you know he's his ex thief. And maybe like I'm I'm also a little partial you know uh, like butthurt here because of, of Edgar Wright being like you know cut out and everything or whatever. So I mean like. Like, I have a few friends who think that that's, like, one of their, their best movies, and, like, I think it's one of their, like, like the worst movies and everything. Well, the, the movie was good, but to me, Michael Pena is what made the movie. Sure, I mean, sure. me, me, I could have seriously said, I, I, I want a skit on SNL or something of him just telling the whole Marvel Cinematic <laughs> Universe, yeah. and that's all I want. And what's but, funny is, is that Chris Pine does a lot of that in... And like Wonder Woman, like you know, he, he I mean, like he does a lot of scenes where like he he kind of carries you know the the entire scene through like in his comedy, like the, the scene where he's like you know bathing or whatever, and, and like she, she's like you're looking down at this thing and wondering like if he's average. It's like I'm above average, you know, <laughs> and like it's just like a little little like your moment to comments like that are, are just like really like you know smart like and well done. Um, but it, it's like I was telling you. Um, the action to me is one of the worst parts of this movie, and and you think of like a superhero movie, the action needs to be like really great. There's so much uh, just like slow motion capture in, in this that like you don't get a real sense of any fighting. It just it's just more of them posing. So if you're a fan of like you know 300, you're gonna love this because it's literally them never moving, slowly like attacking each other. And I'm not sure if that's because of the like director's choice. Maybe she wasn't comfortable doing like, you know, fast paced actioning. I was talking to a friend who was saying that he thinks maybe the um, like female actors maybe couldn't pull off the stunts, which I don't think is true because there's a lot of like really great like you know, female stunt people. Well, I think that might be part of it is they might be trying to distance themselves from looking too much like a moral. This movie, okay. for all intensive purposes, looked like a Marvel movie in general. You mean it's, because it had color in it? Yes, basically. That's exactly <laughs> what I mean. Um, but with it being so similar to Captain America, and they knew, they had to know that people were going to make that comparison the moment that movie yes. this movie came out. Uh, maybe it was that they didn't want to do the action scenes 
I don't know exactly what the word, uh, fluent might be a good word to do the action scenes where it's not stop motion or slow down, like you said. Maybe because they didn't want it compared too much to Captain America. I don't know if that, it could have been the director's choice that she just didn't feel it. Maybe she wasn't comfortable, like you said. I don't know. I do think, I, I don't like the casting of Ares. I don't, I don't like the, I mean, he, he's, he's not a bad guy, actor at all. It's just, when I was seeing, when I'm thinking Ares, this is not the guy. I'm, it, it was very ill-placed because the in the comics, he's very young and like handsome. And, and he's like peak human, basically, yeah. in, in terms of looks. And then you, you get the guy from like Harry Potter, and you're like, this guy's like in his 50s. Why? Okay, all right. You know? like, like, he's very vain you know, and everything. It, just, it, it was a little strange. Yeah, I mean, like you know, he's not a bad actor. I mean, like maybe like if they had had him changing forms in the movie, where you know he's constantly going back and forth between characters, it wouldn't have been a big deal. But to have just that that one character as Ares, it was a little like off putting at times. Uh, that, that's what that's what I'm saying. The Ares, the Ares, Ares characters is really cool mm -hmm. idea. I mean, from the mythos that you hear, and even just DC in general, it's a really cool character. And I thought that they kind of wasted a character, kind of like they did with Red Skull. They kind of just like wasted it off the bat because. Ares could be a total badass, a complete story arc mm -hmm. for Wonder Woman movies in general. And it seemed like they just kind of like, well, we need a big bad. We're going to put him there, and this is what we're going to do. And we're going to be stuck with that because of it. And it just, I don't know. The the suit looked okay for once. It was not the best-looking suit. And I was really worried they weren't going to put him in the suit. Because <laughs> 80% of the fight scene, he's not wearing the suit. Yeah. And I was worried. I'm like, if they don't put him in this suit, I I'm done with this movie. I mean, what's funny is you you bring up his suit and how it looked, and that was my other biggest problem with the movie is that its effects were not that good. I was I was really surprised because I went and saw Kong like you know like two months ago, and like Kong looks incredible. It it, it looks it, it's like a real monkey, you know, is yeah. on the screen. And then you watch this, and at times it looks like PlayStation Two graphics. You're just like, what? Is, I mean, I mean, her her like you know, lasso looks really cool, and a lot of the effects of her like you know interacting with things was fine but anytime like the, the, like in the early uh, fight scene her mother hops off like a horse and her entire body becomes like animation and it looks I mean and her head doesn't turn right and stuff it looks so goofy but what saves it is really sound overall like you know uh, like character development directing creating a whole world whatever so, so everything that I didn't go into the movie wanting made it like a good movie <laughs> for me uh, as opposed to like Batman or Superman, which has awesome action, awesome effects, but everything else falls entirely short. So like you know, it, it just dropped everything else. For well, me. the Batman v Superman, the the story, the, the story didn't make even didn't make a lot of sense. And when you have to release an extended version, which is three hours long, to fill plot holes, to make people like the movie, that right there is an issue. You should have just either made it three hours long or don't have so many plot holes. And they were hammered with bad casting. Yeah, DC. They try to put big names in, and I understand that because Marvel does that, but they're not putting him in the roles that would be fit best for them. Jesse Eisenberg should not have been playing Lex Luthor no. in that movie. Like, if he had played the, like, the, like, Matt Hatter or the, like, Riddler or something, that, I mean, that, like, that would have worked. Been really the good. only thing I'm hoping is, like, because they were, they were, they were talking about Brian Cranston being Lex Luthor, and that's yeah. what I think everybody wanted. And with Lex Luthor, with there being a senior and a junior, I'm hoping that maybe they can spin this into where Lex Luthor Sr. is still alive, and it is Brian Cranston. And he basically gave his son the LexCorp to run, and he saw what happened, and he wants to come over because he knows what Superman is too. He just wasn't going at it like that. I'm hoping. I doubt they'll be able to spin that because if I'm mistake, not mistaking, I think they did say that his dad was dead. I mean, it's a comic book movie, yeah. and like any comic book, 
in general, you can always bring somebody back. But that's that's what I'm I'm hoping they can somehow spin. What's weird about Brian Cranston is he's 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 like the opposite uh, star here because fans love him. And they keep wanting him to get put in things, and Hollywood hates him because he, like, uh, his his biggest role was uh, in Drive and in like Godzilla, and he's in both those like barely at all. Well, they they tried to sell the Godzilla movie on Brian Cranston being in it. Yeah, and he was only in it for like exactly, and it's weird. And his fans were were upset, like you know he's not in it more, and it's like Hollywood hates putting him in things. But like everybody, I, I totally agree. Everybody on like message boards and Twitter wanted him as like Lex Luthor or whatever, and they were like, no, 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 we're gonna get somebody else that's really bad for the role instead well they they tried i think they they, they tried to go a different direction and it, they didn't want heisenberg from breaking bad they didn't want that character being lex Luthor. i think they were worried that they might that fans might just go for that or go to see that maybe they would have maybe they wouldn't have i honestly think it would have made a better character because he was lex Luthor, jesse eisenberg who i don't i like jesse eisenberg i don't mind him when he's casting the right role but for yeah. this he was too uh, he was eccentric but he was way over over the top eccentric. Yeah, he, he like you said, if it was Riddler, Mad Hatter, or it, it would have been it fine. fine. It would have been fine. Yeah. But for Lex, it just it, it didn't make sense. I don't know where they're going with this. I don't know why they decided to go. I don't know if it was his his own interpretation of I won't make Lex Luthor this. It just didn't work. <laughs> I just wonder if it was Eisenberg's. Uh... F U to D C yes. Yeah, and that or like or like you know, if it was him or or Zack Snyder who wrote in the like in Cherry Jolly Rancher scene. Like I'm I'm wondering which one of them thought that, that was like a great idea. And uh I, I don't mind Zack Snyder, but can we just say I'm sorry, he needs to stay away from DC. I agree. I, I do, I do yeah. not like the, the, the I've said this in every DC thing I've ever done. You can listen to past episodes. This monotone, dull, brooding it works for a Batman. It doesn't yeah. work for a Superman when you're supposed to be the 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 light that the the pillar of hope that everybody wants. I don't need to see him in just drab colors. He should, if anything, he should have been the standalone that was bright in that thing. Like he he was the one that the color was always on. That would have worked better for me because I would have gave a symbol of he's the symbol of light and hope and heroism that we need. Yeah. While Batman's not that. But with Zack Snyder having family issues, whatever it is, we wish you well. I don't wish you will. But with Josh Whedon taking his spot to finish out Justice League. That right there, they are polar opposites. Oh yeah. If you watch the Avengers, even if you watched Avengers two, which wasn't great, but Avengers two was still a decent movie. Fun, yeah. Josh Whedon. Now, if he can do dark and brooding, I guess if you want to look at Buffy, I mean, it was more of a monotone color, but he's more known for for being a lighthearted huge characters and stuff. Yeah. And so, I'm wondering how the Justice League. I don't know how much of it they started. How much uh, apparently, from it. what I, I saw, a lot of it was finished, and so Joss Whedon's coming in doing all of the like reshoots. Oh, okay. So. Well, that brings my point. If I've, I've said this to, uh, I've said this to people before, you're going to be able to tell. I think you'll be able to tell which scenes are done by who. I really do think you'll be able to tell. They have a, they're polar opposites. I know he's going to try to do it in the way Jack, Zack Snyder wanted, but it's still Joss Whedon. Joss Whedon. <laughs> I. Joss. Two S's, two S's, yeah. <laughs> but I keep, it's Joss Whedon, and he has his own style. And even if you try to mimic it, I don't think he's going to be able to mimic it the way it is. So I think you'll be able to tell in the movie which one is which. Basically, you, he'll be watching it, and the scenes where Batman's in the Joss bathroom Whedon. trying to like, you know, cut himself is it's like Zack Snyder. And then the scenes where you know they're actually... He's hugging like, a teddy bear. Exactly, it's yeah. yeah it's on Joss Whedon. What's crazy, though, is the reason why I think Wonder Woman is so successful is because it's different. It's the first uh, truly 
true DC movie that felt like a comic book movie to me. Wonder Woman is the first real superhero that they've had in the, in the, in the same vein as they're trying to like help everybody like and like you know actually like you know come in like you know put the, their life on the line. Like in the first Man of Steel, I never felt that like you know that like you know that version of Clark Kent cared about anybody. I mean like you know he basically did it all for like Lois Lane. He never really I mean like the, the, the entire movie he he's always balancing if he if he feels more human or or alien. And he's a bum half the movie. Like he's just like walking around. He's working like, like a diner well, and stuff. His, you know, it, like, you know his, his dad told him, yeah. not, to, not to be a hero. <laughs> his dad told him not to take anybody's <laughs> lives. You know, it was it was so strange. And, and then you go into like Batman Superman, and Batman's just like murdering people left and right. And it's like, and, and that's fine. You know, he well, it's it, you know, it's after the Dark Knight. It's what yes. So it, it's supposed to be a grizzled old veteran Batman. Yeah, and he's seen all this, and he's just basically right now does not give. A four-letter word, which is so. why Wonder Woman to me feels like the first iteration of a real superhero in this in this world because she's actually wanting to like save people and things that like humans have have like you know, good feelings and heart and everything or whatever. And it's all about what well, you know, uh, what you do, not what you think, you know, and everything. And so I, I think that like she's setting a really good precedent going forward, as long as Zack Snyder's not the one who's helming everything. Well, the problem the problem I had with it is when Man of Steel came out. Man of Steel was I think DC's attempt to say. Let's make a movie with a big name hero that's not Batman, because we all know Batman makes money. Yeah. No matter what, even if you go to the the Batman and Robin with Clooney and O'Neill, the one that everybody hates, we still all watch the movie if it's on. We we still like it, and it made money. All of these movies make money if you put Batman in it. So they tried it. It made money. It wasn't spectacular, but it made enough where they say, "Well, let's put Batman in this, yeah. and and it'll work." And that's what it was. Instead of doing Man of Steel two, which they're going to do eventually, they say we're going to make. Batman v Superman, which was supposed to be the first time we see this, and they just shoehorned way too much into this yeah. movie. Instead of doing what Marvel did and build a universe over years of different films, they just said, we're going to put everybody in this film, and we might only show you 10 seconds of this one or this one, just to let you know they're in the same thing, and we're just going to make it, and you're going to go see it, because it said Batman versus Superman, which we did. The problem is, it just wasn't a good movie. And then when Suicide Squad comes around... Suicide Squad was their attempt at Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, That's totally. exactly what it was. They're from the trailers to the the ragtag group of people that should never be a team that come together to fight, <laughs> yeah. you know, a, a big bad. That's all it was. And Wonder Woman, I think, was their one saying, "Well, let's slow down. This this should be their reboot for their universe. They should go forward with them like this because Wonder Woman, while it's not my favorite comic book movie, it is the best DC movie they put out." For, last, this, like, in five years for this so, universe, yeah. and they need to go forward with this instead of having a a drab, uh, dull, overproduced, overhyped movie. Yeah, I mean, like her movie could have easily fallen into the same trap as as Zack Snyder or whatever, you know, like because basically he saw the the Nolan verse or whatever and thought, man, like all of DC needs to be this, and so I mean, like I'm hoping that they they change change lanes here and don't do Aquaman like like in, in that same vein either because he's already looking like this really dark movie and I'm hoping he's he's more fun and, and like in Thor or whatever as opposed to like you know Batman. Well, that that was the problem I had with the first Justice League trailer is they made Batman Batman's telling jokes and he's quipping and he's smirking, and the only thing I'm thinking is if 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 this was Superman it'd have been fine. Yeah. But you've already established that Batman is this take-no-prisoners badass. I mean, I'm killing people, I'm branding people, cutting parts off. I have no care. I don't yeah. care. And all of a sudden now, you're I hear you're a man that can talk to fish. <laughs> I mean, it just it makes no sense to turn that... And I know that Ben Affleck is that guy. He's charming, and he's 
He's got this personality that you want to put out there. If you've ever seen the Kevin Smith movie, you know he has a personality that he can do comedy. Laugh all you want. <laughs> I'm just being honest. And I know he's, he's got, very uh, yeah, he's, and he's, he's got that. And he, they're wanting to do that and show it. Batman's not the character for that. If you wanted him to do that, you should have put him another character besides Batman. He did a good job as Batman. I don't mind him. I was I was thoroughly against it until I saw Batman v Superman. He got the look and he can pull it off, but he shouldn't be making jokes. That's not him. He shouldn't be the one that's uniting the Justice League. They shouldn't have killed Superman off. Spoiler alert if you haven't seen that two-year-old <laughs> right. movie. I think, I think also uh, why, why Marvel's a little bit more successful is because each movie feels like it's, it's different. In terms of, like, you know, if you, if you watch, like, in Captain America 2, that feels like a spy thriller. If you watch Thor 2, it feels more like, you know, fantasy Game of Thrones. If you watch, you know, Guardians of the Galaxy, it feels like a space opera, you know, and, and like, and Ant-Man is his comedy, you know, it's his caper. And they all have their own identity. Exactly. So, so, so they, they allow each, each writer to come in, except for, like, Edgar Wright, to, <laughs> to, to come in and make their own, their own, like, you know, uh, choices in the story, their own, like, you know, character decisions, and, and build their own thing. And then the They'll, they'll like you know take stories like a weave them in you know like here and there. So I think that DC needs to, to kind of like follow that a little bit uh, and and make each of their new movies their own thing. So we were talking about what we would do to like you try and, and and like reboot things a little mm-hmm. bit. So uh, what ideas did did you have? Well, straight up, I think that I'm gonna I'm gonna start with 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 the the Batman, which is gonna be the Batman. Um, there's theories going out there and Matt Reeve taking it over is, I actually like Matt Reeve. I like to see, I want to see his interpretation of it. I want to see. Is he doing everything? He's doing, he's doing the Batman's all I know. Okay. That's all he's, and, but I said it in one of my past podcasts, when they lost, uh, Ben Affleck, that right there was telling you something was wrong with the movie. Ben Affleck wasn't going to put it out unless he thought it was right. And he was one of the ones writing it. And if they wouldn't let him go through with his idea and he pulls out, that shows you there's something in trouble. I don't know if Matt Reeve can save it. I don't know if, if it's... See, that's the thing. I don't I don't know if they're giving the director saying, use your vision or we want it this way, do your way this way. Is it official that like, Affleck is is actually out? He's not, he's not directing. He's still oh, going to be... Yeah. He's still still gonna, Batman, right now, right? he's still the Batman. Okay. And as of right now, the uh, main antagonist in it is supposed to be Deathstroke, which I'm thrilled about. Yeah, I love the character of Deathstroke. Uh, what's his name? Uh, John uh, Mangri- Mang- uh, Mangliola, the one from like uh, Spartacus or whatever. No, oh, I'm sorry. Uh, you talking about the like, actor? Or yeah, like... yeah, yeah. The actor. He's supposed to. Be oh, oh. I'm, 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 yeah. I was thinking Arrow. I'm sorry. Yeah. My bad. Yeah. But yeah, he's supposed to be the one taking over. Yeah. And again, he's got the look. He's about the same size. He's huge, uh, about man. the age. He's so, like, so, what, like six five or something or whatever. I mean, like, so for for yeah. Deathstroke, it would work. Um, I like that casting. Now, the one thing I do, that I think that they need to give, they need to give the Joker another chance, and I really do think they need to give Leto another chance. My only issue I had with Leto, I had two problems with his Joker. A was his laugh. His laugh sounded like the Penguin. It was not a Joker laugh. Sure. I want a menacing, terrifying laugh. I don't want a ah ah ah. That's not scary. Now, like a way to actually get out of. Of having Leto as the Joker, um, I was thinking about it. You could maybe have like other people pop up as the like the like you know Joker as well, and then maybe the, all these other Jokers that there was like a power vacuum of basically these these like you know fake mm-hmm. fake Jokers popping up, and maybe you could have like other actors come in and then have audiences kind of pick. Well, there's a um, there's a theory out there that I got told, and I actually there's a video you can watch. I I'll find the link. I can't I can't think of it right now. Who did it? But uh, basically, it's saying that. You know, the Joker killed uh, 
killed Jason Todd, but that Jason Todd isn't the Joker in this like everybody was screaming when they saw the bullet hole or the uh, marks on his chest or the Robin tattoo. The, they, they're saying that that was Jason Todd. It's not Jason Todd. They're saying it's Tim Drake. Okay. Which, that would make a lot of sense because if you ever saw the Batman Beyond movie, Return of the Joker, yeah. Tim Drake actually ends up being the Joker. He was kidnapped. He was beaten and tortured by Harley and Joker. He became the Joker later on. He was taking over. He was he was his mind was messed up to where the Joker would take over without him noticing knowing. It was in the Batman Beyond uh, animated movie okay. uh, Return of the Joker, and I thought that would be a great way to you you can you don't have to say that right off the bat, but you you can give Leto one more shot in the Batman. He don't have to be the main antagonist, but he needs he needs a chance for us to see more than just him laugh him lay out with a stupid. Yeah, fake grin later. Well, because um, isn't like in the actual comic book lore, uh, isn't it Jason Todd who's the uh, Jason uh, Todd becomes Red Hood? Yeah, Red Hood. Becomes, but that's what's, that's what I'm saying. They were they saying they can maybe do that. They, they, you know, I'm hoping they do. You know, so but, like you know, he thinks he's dead, but like in actuality, he's been like you know being like brainwashed this entire time. But that but that's what I'm saying with the Tim Drake. Uh, the guy, the, the video I saw. I wish I could tell you the name of it. I really do. But uh, he laid out the whole theory for it, and I think it would be a good idea where you give Leto a chance. If Leto flops again, and people just hate it then you could always bring in another actor to mm-hmm. actually be the Joker. Yeah. And basically, Tim Drake took over until the Joker returned. And that way you get to see you get to see Batman come to the realization that Tim Drake, one of his Robins, became a Joker. He went nuts because of it, and he has to deal with that. And then you has to deal with the return of the original Joker. And if they do recast Joker, they need an older Joker, and they need somebody, a character actor, who can play and give the Joker justice because... Jared Leto's a great character actor, and I want to see him give one more chance, but yeah. I don't think he was the right pick for it. I really don't. I've always to said... Follow, to follow Heath Ledger, and Heath Ledger's not even my favorite Joker, but that was such an iconic role for him, and what people... Whenever True. you say Joker now, that's what they remember. Yeah. Following that was going to be difficult, and I don't think he was the right choice to follow it. I, I was always wanting to have them cast um, <laughs> Willem Dafoe. Because he's he, he's older, he's already creepy as hell looking, j- just in general. And his his version of Green Goblin was very comical, very like you know, uh, cartoony to an extent. But he could pull off a a really sinister Joker, I think, as well. He, well, that's that was a fan cast forever, and I, it would work. But my problem would be is I would be too worried that I would just be seeing a rehash of what Green Goblin was. Okay, that was always my fear with him. There's one guy that I thought would work perfectly for this. And a lot of people don't understand it, but he is deep in nerd culture, and that is Richard Brake. Richard Brake uh, is going to be best known as Abe at playing Joe Chill in Batman Begins. He's the one that kills Batman's parents. He is also uh, the king of the White Walkers in Game of Thrones. He's he's in a lot of Rob Zombie movies. Okay. He's done a lot of characters. But the reason I say his name is he's older. He has the physique of Joker, skinny but he's muscular, and the reason is, is if anybody listening, or if you, I don't know if you have, have seen Rob Zombie's movie 31. 31 is uh, basically a group of people, tra- well, the traveling circus get kidnapped, and they never explain if it's 31 hours or what why the game is called, but they have to survive a certain period of time getting chased by different people. And he plays the big bad, which they call Doomhead. He's the one that they call when they have to kill these people. When it's done, he's the one they call. Well, when he comes in... He comes in, he paints his face white, he puts on a suit, slicks his hair back, and he punches himself until his nose bleeds. And when you see this picture of him, he uses two switchblade knives. And when you see this picture of him, he's got red around his lips with a white face, and he's walking shirtless with carrying two knives. It is the Joker. It is the best portrayal of the sinister 
Joker I've ever seen, and I just think he would do an awesome job. And that right there is my fan casting for it. I know Willem Dafoe, I think, would do a great job, but Richard Bragg, like I said, if you haven't seen 31, just see it for that alone so you can get what I'm talking about because he's, he would, I think, just the look-wise and acting-wise uh, would be an incredible pick for the Joker. I had another uh, kind of out there casting for a Joker. Um, it, it's, it's a little bit like more mainstream, but uh, I was thinking Jake Gyllenhaal. I watched uh, Nightcrawler, and he is menacing in that. You know, he's so like you know he's just he's just intense, and he's he's he just he's so like you know like methodical about everything. I think that he could easily pull. I mean, I mean from like you know his earliest role of like in Donnie Darko, where where, where you know he slowly goes like like you're mad there. To where he is now as, as an actor, I it, think just, he could pull it off. Is this just a Brokeback Mountain reference for people? <laughs> is that what you're trying to bring back here? Uh, you can't quit it, man. You, know, you just got to do it. <laughs> I, think, I, I actually think Jake Gyllenhaal would be a good cat. Get, and name-wise, people would know it. Yeah, it exactly. Work. <clears throat> Excuse me. I just, like I said, for me, it, it would, Richard Brooks is the guy I want. And like I said, and until you've seen that movie or just seen the image of it, you, you really can't even talk about it. But it's just... I think they need an actor that can be a character actor that can portray a a certain side of Joker because Heath Ledger basically drove himself insane to play the the role, and that's the reason it works so well. And I think you need somebody that's going to take that level of dedication, but not maybe go as that, far as yeah, Ledger did. Yeah. You know, rest Fair in enough. peace. Um, the like I said, the Deathstroke casting, I love the Deathstroke, and I I hope he is the main antagonist because for Batman, it's just, it's just going to work. It'll work well. My question is, are they going to have a Robin in the Batman movie? Are they going to reference a Robin, or is he going to try to find a new Robin? Is Nightwing a thing in this movie? Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Is that if there if there's rumors about like you know Tim Drake being out there, uh, maybe that means that they've they they've already skipped over like you know uh, Dick Grayson. Yeah. So does that mean that he, you know like you know, he'll pop up here and there or something, you know, whatever? So I mean like you know it, it'd be cool to just see him show up as Nightwing. And not have to do a whole arc, you know, of like Robin and stuff, and a whole like it just uh, I just don't want like any of that. Well, with Batman being older, I mean, you saw that he's already had one Joker that's been killed. Yeah. So I mean, apparently that's either Tim Drake or that's Jason Todd, unless they just want to go Dick Grayson, which I don't know why they would. Yeah. So it, it, and for that fact, who who would you cast as Nightwing in there? Oh, for God. that, I don't even know. Man. That that that's 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 a tough role to cast. Even because Zac Efron. <laughs> <laughs> That dude is jacked. <laughs> He's like, well, you might, uh, what's, what's the guy's name from uh, that played the werewolf in uh, Twilight? Oh, uh, Taylor. Um, whatever his name is, you might yeah. as well cast him because he's jacked yeah, right? and he can do karate. But <laughs> no, appara- apparently, from what they're saying, is they're trying to get uh, Stephen Yoon, Yoon, whatever. Okay. They're saying to him. I mean, I don't he's know. Kind of small. I don't know if you know if he could you know, pull that role off. So was Michael Keaton, but he played the best Batman ever. That's I true. said it yeah. would. So we're going that, uh, and I think. Because Josh Wheaton's took over Batgirl. He's going to yeah. do Batgirl, which I think was awesome. Because he got so much flat for, apparently, because the Hulk had to save uh, uh, Black Widow once in Avengers that he didn't portray women correctly. And he quit Twitter because they people wouldn't leave him alone about it. So they gave him Batgirl. And I think he'll do a great job with Batgirl. Yeah. I think Batgirl could do, it's going to be a great movie. My question is, do you think that they should build the Bat Universe or go with the DC Universe? Because the Bat Universe is so deep and trenched, it'll make, it'll make money. No matter how you do it, the Bat Universe is going to make more money. If Wonder Woman had failed, I think that they would have cut ties with everybody but but Batman. But, but the question is, is what do you consider failing? Because like Batman v Superman, Suicide Squad, they made so much money. Yeah. But they the movies weren't great, yeah, even from good. fans didn't. So 
I mean, you... like, I, I think that they were, if Wonder Woman had failed, I think that they would have pushed back and not done a Flash movie, probably, and then not done, like, Aquaman, and, and they would have just held on, done League, and then if League also failed, they, they would have just, like, you know, like, called it quits there or whatever or something. That's what I was thinking. If if Justice League fails, which, ugh, I'm scared to tell it, it's it, going it, it to. It shouldn't. I mean, it, like, it, I don't know why it, it will. It'll make a lot of money. Well, least. that's what I'm saying, though, but that's not, that doesn't make it a yeah. good movie. That's not going to make it a good true. movie. That's true. It doesn't make it a good uh, movie. No matter how many times I've argued this before, <laughs> it does not make a good movie all the time. But the, the problem I have is it's, we don't, they're expecting everybody to know the Flash and Cyborg and uh, Aquaman from these brief appearances in Batman v Superman and everything. If you don't know them, what is our reasoning for caring about any of them being together or being a hero? The The Flash TV show is incredible. I am such a huge fan of that. But when you bring in a whole new Flash and it's, uh, what's his name? Who's playing it? Uh, Ezra Miller. Thank you. Ezra Miller's playing it. Ezra Miller does not look like the Flash. Ezra Miller looks like like they're trying to make a Spider-Man. Like they're trying to make Flash Spider-Man. He looks like the kid at the party that would have cocaine. Like, he doesn't look he looks like, like Michael Cera. He yeah, looks yeah, like yeah. Michael Cera. He, he, he doesn't we're look not like, saying Michael Cera does cocaine. Yeah, we're not saying that. Juice box, whatever, you know. But, I mean, like, I, I, I like that they're, I mean, I mean like, him, like, they, like, Ray Fisher to play Cyborg, and he's really done nothing. So, like, you know, this is kind of like, you know, his his Crim Tenworth, you know, thing, like yeah. Marvel. Because, like, you know, he hadn't done anything before Thor. I mean, like, you know, he was, um, like, Captain Kirk's dad in, like, the first Star Trek or whatever. But, I mean, like, besides that, you know, he, he became Thor, and since then, he's kind of become, like, you know, he, you know, his own name and actor. So, I think that them taking a chance with Ray Fisher and Ezra Miller, because he's only done, uh, I think, the perks of being, like, a wallflower or something, or something like that. He did that. He was in, uh, oh, what was that movie? Uh, Dallas Buyers Club. He okay. had a short role in that. He's done some stuff, but I don't think he's ever done a major thing like this. This is... His stepping out of this is stepping out of a comfort zone. I mean, is what you would think he would be in. Yeah. My problem is they're doing all this and they got Cyborg. Where is Green Lantern? Green Lantern is one of your biggest characters, and I, I'm afraid that they're they're putting Cyborg. Cyborg I know is a big part of Justice League, but I'm afraid they're trying to put all this emphasis on Cyborg simply because it's a black guy. Like they're trying to have a diverse. And what's weird is that John Stewart was the first actual black hero in like DC back in like 1972. So it's weird that they're trying to push Cyborg. And like it's not just in the movies. That they, uh, he wasn't like an original member of yeah. the Justice League. Yeah. He uh, during the, the the reboot in like 2011, he was then put as like a new like founding member or whatever. But like originally, well, it, like, I think like, I think Cyborg part of it is Cyborg has more character. John Stewart, I, he was a great character. He was a great, but he was. Military. He was. He didn't tell jokes. He didn't have the Hal Jordan personality. He's like Black Panther, you know. Yeah. You know, you know, he, he's, he's very like you know serious and you know, like like you know he has like a great like intentions, you know. And that, that, that's what I think their problem is: is they were worried that they couldn't get, they couldn't get somebody who with without doing a Hal Jordan to being a more serious role. I don't think they were. I think they were afraid to put it out there. Yeah. And because if you're gonna do flat, I mean, uh, Green Lantern, you're gonna have to. Hal Jordan needs to be the first one. I don't know who to cast as Hal Jordan. I went to say the, that. Okay, so when we, when you first text me about doing this, I, 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 you know, being like who I am, have to go back, break everything down bare bones, and then rebuild things. So I decided that how I would reboot everything. I've got like five movie pitches here that 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 I'm gonna, I'm gonna throw at you, little like you know plots and themes, the actors, the uh, possible um, like directors. So before you get into this, I want to say sure. one thing, um, DC. If you're planning on stealing this, you heard it here first. <laughs> Copyright. I don't care if we're using your characters or not. You can go ahead. Okay. So uh, doing like so. 
because of Wonder Woman's like you know a huge like you know overall box number success and a critics loving it, I think that 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 just showed them that doing different movies is how it needs to like be done. So I was yeah. thinking about okay, so like Aquaman, they're they're kind of pinning it as this maybe dark movie, darker style, and I think that they, they should go the opposite. Uh, to me, I'm thinking action adventure, fun, colorful, underwater, uh, entirely like underwater. That's exactly what I've wanted. I'm worried that they're gonna we'll get like this one little glimpse Had of land and stuff. Yeah, so. That, I want basically okay. So you give Arthur Creed, him, and I'm thinking maybe Ocean Master because they're like half brothers. <coughs> uh, they're both in line to kind of like be, be like the, the the like next king or whatever. Yeah. The king dies, and he basically, since he has no heirs, decides that whoever like you know is is strong enough will, will become you know the, the the next head king. So he takes the uh, trident and he breaks it up and he sends all the pieces across the world to like you know these like you know crazy like you know like you know like places like in depths and stuff. Whatever. Are you talking about the five point trident that DC's using? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you basically then have this race. With with Arthur Creed, uh, Aqualad, and um, his girl uh, Lemira, traveling around um, dealing with, with like you know crazy like monsters in the sea and and, and like him talking like you know fish and stuff you know and seeing like these these like fantastical places and then it, it basically comes down to him versus like Ocean Master fighting over like you know, power and stuff mm. and then I'm thinking maybe you, you could have like like in Black Manta coming in. With his like armed forces, you know, like you know, trying to actually like take over Atlantis while like while like you know he's gone and stuff, or whatever. So like it, it kind of shows how he became king, and also shows all of the uh, of, of, of like Atlantis and everything or whatever. Did you just pitch Thor? Oh, I don't know. Maybe the Thor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't lose his powers though. No, or anything. But but yeah. I mean I, that's kind of what it is, and I would be totally fine with that. Like I said, you saw. Let's just follow Marvel. You did Captain America. Yeah. Let the next one be Thor. Let Aquaman be Thor. Yeah. But I want to see it underwater. I don't want to see him. I don't want to see a glimpse of Atlantis and him on I land. Agree. I don't want to see that. I want to see underwater. I want to see battles underwater. I want to see him being the king of the ocean, the king yeah. of the sea, which is what Aquaman is. On land, I mean, he has super strength, but he's yeah, not that. It, yeah. He's not that. He's not that interesting of a character on land, and until he's interacting and. I think it would be if in Justice League if they take it to where kind of like they they do in the Injustice games where he's under saying they're wanting him to join the Justice League and he's saying no I'm here for Atlantis but that's the problem where is Justice League in the timeline it does the Michael movie come before is it coming basically after? everything that I'm pitching comes uh, about a year or so before okay. all that okay whatever. before they're all yeah, okay yeah. before we get our Avengers exactly. wrap around shot so and then I was thinking that like because they're they're underwater there's so many types of fish that that, that we as just, just people have never seen before and and are talked about it would be cool to actually see like you know them, them like in their and their habitats and everything else and like their their bright colors and all that type of stuff so I was thinking um I didn't cast Aqualad or or Mera because I wasn't sure exactly who would like you know, play those roles or whatever uh, but I mean, like you know, you could take like almost like any like you know up and coming like a you know, young actor, you know, and it's like you know, pluck him in there probably. I mean, like as long as I, I just don't want him to be like a goofy sidekick because in like Young Justice he's like really powerful and like yeah. you know he he's you know he's very very like like you know like cool whatever. Uh, in terms of of d directors, my my original one was uh, John <laughs> uh, C. Riley, John Tudelub. <laughs> Who did uh, the the like National Treasure movies? Okay. Because I, I I thought that that would work, and then I was like I, I was like well, he, you know he's kind of actually terrible. I don't know if I actually <laughs> yes. want him to do that. So then I was thinking like okay like you know, crazy thought why not like you know J J Abrams or something? 
doing something like, you know, just like, you know, crazy, like intense. And then like, you know, if not him, I was thinking maybe John Favreau or like, you know, or like in Peter Jackson, maybe Peter Jackson. I don't know. That'd be interesting to see. Yeah. John Favreau, I think that's Marvel. I don't think he's true. Be, fair, he's yeah, getting away. He's getting that Disney money. He well, like you know, he, he he. I mean, like you know, that's. I mean, like, I guess I was thinking him because he just recently did like a Jungle Book or whatever. So I was thinking like you know he could take like you know that. that oh no no he know, would be he would do a good job at it but uh, yeah, like I said yeah, he's, yeah, he's, he's getting Marvel. he's yeah. getting that Disney money. I don't think true. he's worried about. But like Peter Jackson would be like really interesting. I think because like you know he's he, he's the king of of of, of like the whole like you know, fantasy genre basically. To have him go like undersea like and create like you know his own thing you know would be like very very cool. Uh, my, my, my flash pitch is really out there. So well, it can't be no worse. Flash has already been through six directors, uh, four or five rewrites. The movie, I don't think we're ever getting a Flash movie. I'm gonna be honest. Again, I'll say I'm wearing a Flash shirt. I, I mean, like, yeah. I hope we do again. But my thing is, the TV show is so good. I don't know if you watch the TV show. It's it, it's very dramatic. It's, it, but it, every scene, like you know, that there's heartbreak. It might be, and, but you know, it, oh, but it's it's so well done, and the the. the Maybe it's because I've watched this so long. The casting is just perfect for me. I love it. Greg Gustin might not look like the Flash, but he does a great job yeah, portraying a young Barry Allen who's coming to terms with all this. And I can understand them not wanting to use that for the, him for the movie. They don't want to cross it, it's it over. It's silly, I think, but you know what? Yeah, but if, if they're not going to do that, give, I'd say, why not let Greg Berlanti, who does has created their whole universe yeah. on CW, let him have the Flash. He's a big fan of the Flash. He knows how to do with the Flash. Let him have it. Tell him we don't want the TV show, but we want Flash, and let him do the Flash. You already have somebody with a proven record of doing Supergirl, of doing uh, Arrow, yeah. even though Arrow's not getting good, not good anymore. It was good the first few seasons. Oh, it was, it was. Now, it, now it's two it's CW awful. drama. It's so bad. Now. But between that, you have Legends of Tomorrow, you have Flash. Yeah. They're trying to get constant. He's trying to get constantly. They're I'm coming. Constantly. They're coming with a uh, Blue Beetle. Oh, that's awesome. I, I mean, they're they're yeah. they're doing all this. Let him do it. He's a huge comic book fan. Let him take the Flash. Because right now the Flash is in trouble. It's nothing's going to happen with the Flash if it keeps yeah. on the way it's going. All right, so my my pitch for the Flash is turn it into a time traveling like thriller. Uh, basically, Barry Allen has messed with the Speed Force so often that his 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 present self, future self, and past self are all now like intermingled. So so. Every scene in the movie, you don't know if it's happening in the past, if it's happening now, or in the future. And he's constantly talking to himself, trying to figure out what he needs to do and not do because he's constantly screwing things up. So in doing this, he doesn't know how to actually like him fix things. So he goes to find help in the form of like, Eobard and Thon. And Thon, will, will, you you do like you know, I'm, I'm not sure if, you, if you've seen the Flash or not, but yeah. he's basically like a Professor Zoom. Yeah. So who who is his time traveler? So basically, well, that's he's reverse Flash. Eobard Thon's reverse Flash. Okay, I'm sorry. Okay, yeah. yeah he's reverse Flash. So basically, he's trapped in time because yeah. of Barry's constant meddling. Mm -hmm. So he, he he basically helps Barry by using him to fix the Speed Force by trying to trap Barry permanently in the in the force so in doing so flash like it figures it out turns it around traps him in instead or whatever and then kind of like it fixes things or whatever so but i was thinking uh you, you toss in like iris west you toss in like, uh, like you know like uh her plus like a wally west or whatever uh which which basically every movie tosses in like the the, the actual like a psychic character so eventually you can maybe have like a like a uh like you know, a a like a teen titans movie or something you know maybe uh, but these directors, I, I'm all the place here. I've got James Mangold, who uh, most notably did like uh, uh, Identity with okay. like a John Cusack. Right, you know, okay. that's actually, that's actually a good movie. Uh, Terry Gilliam, who did like in Twelve Monkeys, uh, and then I've got uh, Michael Gondry, who did like uh, Eternal Sunshine. Now Twelve Monkeys, that would be 
Be, That's what I'm saying. So like, so I don't want to go FOMA flash. I want to go like intense. Uh, it's it's all about like you know time travel and, and like, if, you know, like if you're time traveling because I don't know if you know the rumor is they're trying to get Robert Zemeckis to do Flash. Okay. If you're doing a time travel movie like that, which I'm I'm down with that idea. That'd be Robert Zemeckis. I think would might be a great right? choice to do this if they're going to do a time travel. But the question is on your Flash movie: Is there a is Eobarthon is Reverse Flash the big bad or is yes. there or is it okay? I didn't know if you were going to go Black Flash because he being in the time speed. The I don't want to hold force. off on doing anything epic like that because like when I was doing my idea for like Lantern, I was I was originally thinking about having them. It starts off uh, them fighting the the like the. Uh, like Black Lanterns, mm. but th that's so far down the line, and, and like it, it takes if, away if, a lot of stuff. If they do, if they if they do the Blackest Night storyline, first oh off, God. you have to, you have to establish. I know, I know, so many characters. Like, it, would, it would be so. Awesome. But I mean, even even though DC, you don't have to, you don't, you're not gonna have to establish all the characters that are in it. But it it was it's, it'd be so epic. It'd be, I it'd love be amazing. the Black yeah, it's Blackest great. Night. Uh, Flash, I love that idea. Uh, the only thing is, it eventually it'll come. I when I see Flash, I want to see a uh, Gorilla Grodd. I love Gorilla Grodd. Yeah. It's not he's. A lot of people don't like him. He's great, man. But I love yeah. I, I love him as a villain. And <laughs> monkey with psychic powers. He's on the TV show and yeah. they do a good job. I want to see him with a big budget when they can actually spend the money to do it. I really do want to see it. Now, granted, that's not a first movie thing. Because sure. I don't want them to waste Gorilla Grodd. But that's what I want down the line. Your time traveling would work because you could get glimpses of different exactly. villains yeah, back exactly. and forth without establishing anybody except Reverse Flash being the head guy. The question is, did you have any kind of body that in mind for playing Reverse Flash? Did you have anybody for your I didn't. Fun? I didn't. Um, Are you keeping Ezra Miller as Flash? I, I basically didn't change any of those castings. <laughs> okay. the, 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 the only actors that I included <laughs> was for uh, for like Hal Jordan okay. and for uh, <laughs> Martian Manhunter. So, 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 like, I have my own, like, you know, like, well, like thought process The casting rat would be difficult. Well, and I'm not difficult in saying finding an actor because you can find an actor. You can throw a stone and find an actor to play it because yeah. it's basically the Flash. My thing is with that is because Eobarthon's in the future. Do you make him older than the Barry that's in the that your your mainstay Barry Ezra Miller? Are you making him his age in the future, or are you making him older than him, younger than him? How would you go with that? I would try and aim for an actor who's older and suave and cool, and, and can maybe. Um... This might be the perfect way again. Tom Cavanaugh plays reverse. Yeah, flight. yeah. I, I, I was never a huge fan. He's I wasn't either. So good in that show. What's funny is that, like, I, I first saw him in uh, in Scrubs. Yeah. And like, and like, I know that he had his own show, um, like uh, where he bowled or something or whatever. It, it was like Joe or 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 Ed or something or whatever. I don't know, but but like that was like in the nineties, and like I hadn't seen him do anything until Scrubs or whatever. And then like you know, uh, you know, it's on Flash. It, it was weird to see him play like a villain and stuff. It was crazy. But I think I think if you want to go with that, I think that would be a good cast. He's already played the role. He's good in the role. But again, it's one of the things where DC's not going to want to cross over their TV verse yeah. with their movie verse, which I do not understand. Stephen Amell wants to play. He'd be fine Green too. Arrow. It's weird. It's like like uh, back when they were casting for um, the, the Brandon Routh version of of, of like a Superman or whatever. Folks wanted Tom Welling. Yeah. To do it, and like you know, like you know, like 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 his show was huge, and like I had no problem of him, you know, just playing it. Who cares? I mean, like you know, but like they they they, they have such like this like you know small scope of thought in terms of like well these guys are TV stars and these guys are movie stars, and it's like it should be. I mean, like Daredevil and all that stuff is great because they've already said that like if need be that they'll put those actors in, mm. in you know like 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 in that world because all of them like are they already like, mentioned the world they mentioned the, the, the event in New yeah. York yeah exactly they've been all this. Uh, 
and since I'm since I already said Green Arrow, I'm gonna go into it. Uh, the Green Arrow apparently there's no like there there's no rumor for a Green Arrow movie or anything. The one thing I will say about this, it just made me laugh, is everybody wanted uh, Charlie Hunnan to play Green Arrow. Really? Okay. Like, there's been a fan cast. Everybody wanted it, and he he got a look. Like I can he understand. Gets a look. He's not he, an actor though. You know. But this is what I'm yeah. saying. He uh he said he's not doing it. He said he's not a fan of comic books or you know so he doesn't want to take that role. He said he wasn't doing it. Then he does King Arthur and it flops. And now all of a sudden he's like, you know what? We'll talk. We'll, we'll yeah, he's trying to get like any any role now. Look yeah. wise, look wise, he'll do. He sure. he'll work. Yes. He, but I don't think he can pull it he, off. He was so bad in in, in um. Pacific Rim, you know his his accents going in and out and stuff. Oh, you know, it's just that like, was that was the best part of the movie for oh, me. I loved so it. Bad. All right, so uh, going from there to the movie with a uh, cyborg. Uh, this is like my um, RoboCop Frankenstein story, whatever. Basically, mm-hmm. uh, Big Stone searches for his lost humanity. Uh, he's he, he's used by the the like American government because of because of, of, of his powers and his abilities and stuff. His his mind is not his own. Yeah. So uh, basically. What I want to have is a friend of his plus Tio Morrow come in, and they 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 like break in, free him, get 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 back, you know, his uh, his, uh, his his personality and himself. And you find out that basically Tio Morrow is trying to actually use his tech to actually build like you know uh, you know his own stuff. And, and I think it's it's like a cool way to bring in a really like unknown bad guy, or whatever. Because like you know he's he's so unique and cool, but like you know he's never used. The problem, I, the thing, the problem I have with it is I think in the cyborg movie, I have a feeling I don't know why that Batman's going to be the one to save Cyborg. The mm, tech's going to be Wayne Tech. Yeah, you know it's because they want to shoehorn it in. Well, we we know what the universe is. It happens at. At like Star Labs or whatever, yeah. so so that, that might be a way of abridging him and Flash together or something, maybe. Uh, but that's what I'm saying. But for some reason, again, I think it's going to be in Wayne Tech or LexCorp because that's they seem to want to shove Wayne Tech down your throat. Yeah. We all know, yeah, we sure. all know it. It's like uh, Star Tech. There's the, the, it, it, everywhere. The problem with Cyborg, I'm not a I'm not a huge Cyborg fan. Never have been. I know a little bit about him. I know his backstory. I couldn't pitch you the movie. I couldn't tell you what this movie's going to be. Yeah, he's just the character is. It, it's he's it's, he's a weird character on the fact that he's really interesting in what all he can do. He can hack anything. Yeah. He has the mind of a computer. He has with still having the mind of a man. All this different armor. All these different weapons. And then on the other side of it, his character is just boring. Yeah, like his, standard his paint only, by numbers. His only personality thing about himself is that he, he hates himself. Yeah. He basically thinks of himself as, as his monster. So I think think. From like in Marvel's like in Fantastic yeah. Four, like you know, like you know, you know, he, he's very strong and powerful, but at the same time, you know, you no, know, he he hates how he looks. He can't be normal anymore. So uh, in, in the comics, he's very like alienated. Like like he turns mm-hmm. bad originally, and then he comes back. He and, and joins like the the like you know, the like Justice League. He joins the the, the the Titans and stuff or whatever. Uh, so for this, uh, for uh, Tio Morrow's casting in this, I was thinking maybe Colin Firth. Or uh, like Willem Dafoe, maybe. Or you love Willem Dafoe. I love him. DC, he, God, he needs to be in everything. <laughs> uh, for like directors, I was thinking maybe Ryan Johnson, who's currently uh, he did Looper, and he's doing the the new um, like episode eight. The guy that did Looper, he's just doing a comic book movie. Oh crap, who is he doing? I can't think of it, but he's rumored for one. Okay, maybe, uh, maybe it's just a rumor, but I thought he got one. I can't think of the name of it. Uh, so, so besides Ryan Johnson, I've got uh, uh, Neil Blomkamp, who did like um, uh, like Elysium, uh, District Nine, and everything. You know, whatever. So, like, you know, well, for a, a sci- very... for a sci-fi, yeah, 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 it, yeah. It, would, it would work. Uh, Elysium wasn't a good movie. 
it, it's not a good movie, but but his his his, his style is very cool though. Mm-hmm. It, it's very it's very like 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 the, the science always feels real. It, yeah. it, it feels very very like you know, like you know like you know, grounded. Mm-hmm. And then uh, the the last option I had here was. Uh, Alfonso Curion, uh, who did like Children of Men and like Gravity. Okay. So like you know he he has a very like you know, dark like sense of like you know. Which will fit well in. With yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, true, true, true. Okay. Uh, and then I had an idea for uh, Green Lantern. So now, see, this is tough. I love Green Lantern. Yeah. I'm a huge Green Lantern fan. So the the movie with Ryan Reynolds, I, I hate it, but I've watched it two million times because it's Green Lantern. <laughs> And I hate it, but I love it so much. The the casting, the guy that plays Sinestro, I can't think of his name right now. Mark Strong. Thank you. He did a good job He's as Sinestro. Great. He's awesome. Yeah. He did a great job. And the movie, it had the CG suit and, and parallax was the worst part. The movie wasn't great. It could have been a lot better if they had just took some time because that was originally going to be the movie that jump started the DC universe. Okay, that was originally supposed yeah, to be it, and, it didn't and then it flopped because they made Batman and they're like, okay, well we can do this. We're going to branch off and make this, and then we're going to start from there. And it flopped, and they said, okay, we're going back to Batman. We're we're just done with this. And but you know, it it, it did it did do one really great thing for us. It gave us Ryan Reynolds hooking up with like with uh, <laughs> Blake Lively, who are going to have the, the the most attractive kids of of like all time, probably. All right, so uh, and also it also got us to Ryan Reynolds playing Deadpool. That's true. That's it. true. There you Thank go. you. Uh, Hal Jordan is already a lantern, and he's currently training John Stewart. Mm. Uh, so they're, they're they're currently out with the uh, core and everything. Basically. Well, that's kind of what they're doing. Apparently, the Green Lantern movie, whenever they decide to do one, it's supposed to be Green Lantern Core is going to be the name of it. Okay. And they're talking about maybe having multiple, you know, uh, John Stewart, Hal Jordan, uh, Kyle Renner, Kyle Rainer, and the guy Gardner. But 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 that, that that don't make no sense. That that doesn't make sense to me. I know uh guy guy gardner's ring goes off its own power he's technically not well he, okay so basically he, he died yeah and and so how jordan came back and then john stewart uh w- was basically picked as like a backup mm-hmm. one of you know basically yeah. um so and and then kyle Rayner comes comes after john stewart and then w- there's some new one a female that wears a mask i don't know her name i, I haven't read any of her stuff but so my my basic pitch here is that the lanterns are trying to find out what the like, yellow lanterns are up to mm. and uh they're basically the, the, the lanterns are able to trap parallax in this like you know this like you know will construct uh so the the like head leaders of the core think that like a great evil is coming so all of them assume that it's a lantern trying to unlock parallax, but when actuality, it's dark side coming. So they they go and fight, you know, and, and, and like beat beat like Mark Strong again, beat beat like in parallax again or whatever. And then at the very end, all you see is this big planet coming or whatever. And like you know, uh, then like you know, basically dark side takes out everybody, you know, kind okay. of whatever. Uh, so I've got as how Jordan, I have Nathan Fillion. I think that he is he he's very charming. He's funny. The, the role doesn't take a lot of action. It's because you love Firefly. That's the only reason you got. But he's uh, well. He he also does the the, the voice in like all of the like yeah, uh, yeah, the, the, uh, yeah the everything or whatever. Okay. Uh, casting for John Stewart was a little a little bit different. Uh, I really want to have Michael B. Jordan do it, but he's he's now he's kind of um, enrolled in the like Marvel side of things, being yeah. like in. Uh, because he's in like Black Panther now, Marvel Marvel's giving a uh, the the uh, Human Torches that basically second yeah, chance. yeah it's like a chances. <laughs> so uh, originally I, I was thinking Jordan, and then I changed it to maybe uh, John Boyega, who uh, is uh, is in the uh, the new series uh, uh, Star Wars and everything. Because basically, like I, I, I kind of want the guy to be like a little bit younger. And very cocky. Well, honestly, I'll tell you, the best casting for it would be Idris Elba. It would it, be. Sure. But the problem with it is, 
is a Idris Elba can't do every good black character. Yes. He can't. It's yeah. just not possible. And B, they he should though. They, yeah, <laughs> so but good. if you put Idris Elba in there and cast him as John Stewart, especially if you have multiple Green Lantern, he's going to steal the show. He's just that good. You'd have to put somebody really monstrous next to him that could not play second fiddle to him because they're what everybody's going to be thinking if you cast Idris Elba. John Boyega, I actually kind of like the casting. His, if you're if you're going for a younger, his first movie was like um like uh, it was called like Attack the Block. And it basically uh, the the only other person in the movie that has a name besides him is uh, like Nick Frost, and like he actually helped make it. But basically, it's a science fiction alien movie about like all these hood kids uh, in England, and these aliens land and, and, and start doing stuff. So so like you know, him and his gang basically like you know. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Uh, they, 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 they start like you know, fighting back, and he is great in that movie. Like you know, he, like like it's not like his character in Star Wars. You know, like you know, like you know, he the, there's no comedy in the movie. You know, it's it's all action driven, and he is awesome in that. So I mean, like he could totally pull off being like a serious character. I, well, I know you pull it off, and it, I think he he he'd be a decent casting, but I I just don't know if him playing. I don't know if I could take him seriously as a ex military. I just don't know if yeah. I could. Well, I mean, like you know, you, you can change it up. You know, I mean, I, I mean, like, you know, he didn't have to like him be. Maybe he was like in, in like a boot camp or something. He was in National Guard. Yeah, yeah, sure. You he know? was in the Coast yeah. Guard. <laughs> so, uh, but like, we're making him on two I, weeks I, a year. <laughs> I think you you totally keep Mark Strong as as, as like Nick Sinestro because you know, like you know, he's great. He looked the part. Yeah, he no, 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 he was awesome. He, he... And then for director, I was thinking maybe Shane Black because this could, could easily be like a buddy cop style movie. Or do like you know JJ Abrams here because like you know he's mastered space at this point and he has a really good like you know idea of, of like epic like you know war fights and stuff or whatever you know in terms of like you know in space I, I think either one of them could, could easily take this and make it really good JJ Abrams would be a real real good that that'd be a great director to pull there would be like there I mean I mean imagine all of the of the like the, the like you know, lens flares man I mean it'd, now, it'd, be, it'd be insane Shane Black if you end up doing a if you wanted to cross uh, Green Lantern and Flash that's why you do it because with them being best friends, that's yeah. a buddy cop. Plus, down for that. every Shane Black movie has you know snow like and, and, and like in Christmas, and it's like you can't have Christmas in space, <laughs> so like it would have to be like on Earth, you know. It's like it's like a pretty fair point there. Uh, and, and then finally, um, I think that you should do one on the uh, uh, Martian Manhunter. Uh, mm -hmm. he, he's not very popular, but he is one of the most powerful characters. I mean, like, you know, he, 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 he has every power as like, as like Superman or whatever. Well, he was, yeah, uh, Martian Manhunter was created, if you, if anybody doesn't know, Martian Manhunter was created basically to be a foil for Superman in the comics. Like, they did it so there was somebody there to keep Superman in check. That's what he was created for. And he's, took off, he's, he, he can shapeshift, he has oh, all the power of Superman, yeah, he's, yeah, he's, he's a he's great awesome. character. But I, I think they'd be hesitant to do that and afraid, uh, afraid that people might Equate him to Superman too yeah. much that they might, because he's in Supergirl. He's in the he TV is. show he Supergirl, is. and it's it's a cool role the way they have it set up. But I'm afraid that the movies they're going to worry about people equating him too much to being Superman. Yeah. to put him in there. Well, okay, like in this, basically, what I have is is half the movie is actually on Mars, mm -hmm. and it's all about the war that's going on between the the like two two like a. Uh, main factions going on and then at some point he gets teleported because in the in the, the like the first comic book or whatever he gets teleported off of mars and he gets stranded there until he, he like you know basically uh, until technology catches up that that like allows him to fucking travel back or whatever so like you know, keep that in but like him basically and like 
uh, like him like and his cousin Miss Martian both get uh, like him taken or whatever and like a plant also is taken and the plant kind of like you know takes over uh, Earth and starts like eating stuff whatever and so like there's just like this like big like you know Mars alien monster or whatever because a person basically like if his clout needs like a big villain because like you know he can basically like you know, you know just take out like like you know, everybody so eventually they get transported back to mars and you find out that audrey taylor is taken over yeah exactly yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> basically they get transported back to mars and um everybody's dead and so yeah. like you know he thought that maybe it was like a few days of time but like in the actuality it's been like thousands of years and so like you know his entire race is dead and um he basically feels alone and then like you know the the planet dark side is like you know also like you're there and, and so and basically every movie pushes dark side closer and closer and closer basically uh i was thinking for him I, it's so funny that you brought up like uh <laughs> idris elba because that's exactly who you know you know for this role i think he would be insane as this role but you know <laughs> what you said you know is totally true so i was thinking like if you go like a, a little bit younger there's this actor named um denzel washington Whitaker, <laughs> not not Washington. Uh, he was in the um, like Training Day. He was in My Soul to Take. Uh, he's in Warrior, and uh, his, his biggest role was probably in the like um, the Great Debaters. So uh, he, he's a very like you know more more poised actor. Um, but you know he's like maybe like twenty nine years old or so. Uh, I saw his face. You 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 know who he is or whatever. Uh, casting Miss Martian was a little weird because Hollywood constantly like he whitewashes and so like a young young uh like how can i talk young black actresses aren't pushed as much anymore so who are they whitewashing just just explain this to me please i've heard this a million times who are they whitewashing well i mean like scott johansson's white right yeah why is she in ghost in the show i'll give you that one i mean like it's like but but again it's the same thing People, we're getting off topic here. Yeah, it's all on the topic, man. It's all on the topic. Golly. So, so basically, uh, the girl from the like, Walking Dead. Um, the girl that plays Michonne. No, 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 no. Uh, much younger. Um, her name is uh, her first name. Uh, God, uh, her last name is Park. Uh, I, I, I think on the show her, her name is like Cece or something, maybe or like. Um, See something. I don't know, but, but like you know, she, she 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 she's like in twenty years old or whatever. She's done like mainly TV shows uh, on like Disney and stuff or whatever. But, but like her her biggest role was on that. Um, and then like and then as the plant, you have like uh, Morgan Freeman. <laughs> you have him do the voice of the uh, 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 like this plant that has like you know hyper like intelligence and, and growth and stuff or whatever. And then for the uh, does this plant sing? Please tell oh, me man, this plant it should, it should. I just I'm serious because this is sounding <laughs> this is sounding like Martian Manhunter versus Audrey too. I would watch that. that sounds, I would too. That, that sounds good. great. Uh, <laughs> and then as as like you know um, who who. Which which illustrious director takes on this you know Martian Manhunter versus like Audrey Two movie? I was thinking Luke Besson from the the like uh, like Fifth Element. Mm -hmm. uh, his style is very out there, very very colorful, very like you know like you know, it's 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 just like you know like eclectic view. I think him on Mars he can make some like really cool stuff. Or Guillermo del Toro. I think that his style is also oh, very very. I mean I mean like you know his character choices in in, in terms of. Uh, I can't talk in terms of like a concept design or whatever. I mean, like his monsters look look amazing. Hell, and, Hellboy one and two was awesome. It, it, Pan's Labyrinth, it's great. Yeah, great. I think I think he, he could take this as well. 
and really make it like their, their own style on world where like you know like and make Mars very very like you know like you know, just like you know cool whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, oh, I love the game with Dora Torma Detour. Yeah. Uh, love, so so it's basically. Martian Manhunter is this is this like you know space drama movie uh, the the like, Lander movie is this like you know uh, space cop movie uh, Cyborg is this like you know Frankenstein um, style movie and then Aquaman is the is the like you know fantasy like you know like like epic like you know like race and like you know are you changing film. anything on the Batman movie do you have any for the Batman movie do you have anything you want to go with it any different way I mean. It's all Zack Snyder, man. So, like, you know, it, it, well, again, he's not doing that. Sure. Matt Reeves is doing that. But like, I, I want his I, name was still on the Wonder Woman, though. And it's like, you know, like, you know, like, you know, he he he, he puts his name everywhere. It's just I want to see. I, I'd really like to see Edgar Wright uh, take the helmet, Batman. I think Edgar Wright would do a hell of a job at Batman. He's, he's too much comedy. No, see, see, I, I think you, I think people think that, but I think Edgar Wright could change that. Edgar Wright is a, is a, oh yeah, I mean, great yeah, he's, director. He's, he's my favorite director currently. Like, and I think, I think, just, he's I think him doing Batman would do. I think he couldn't do no worse than Zack Snyder did or <laughs> Joe Schumacher. It was funny. I mean, is that like I had Edgar Wright originally doing like all, all these movies or whatever? Every like, movie on here. I can see him doing. It's all the Edgar Wright universe. But, 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 but like you know, like I, I really, I like, I sat there like and like you know, like I was like, no, no okay, like I'll change things up, I'll do this. Then okay, so. Because they they killed off um, uh, like Henry Cavill in like in like you know, like you know no and, 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 and whatever blah 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 and so th- they have to do the the like the death and like return now so yeah. in doing that I, it, it, uh, it, it's done right it'll bring apart um, like Hank Henshaw and it, it'll bring out like like you know um, like Brainiac at, at some point so I think that well but, Brainiac originally was supposed to be the he was supposed to be the big bad of Justice League until they decided to go Steppenwolf. Which yeah. I, I don't understand the choice for Steppenwolf as as the first. Now I know you don't want to blow your wad on doing Brainiac or doing Dark Side, which I would worry. Heard they were doing um, like Lobo or something, also weren't they? The Lobo's in talk to do. Okay. It's, it's simply because Deadpool hit. Now you know every, gotcha. every they're like, oh, we can do an R-rated movie and everybody yeah. will love it. Uh, Lobo's a hard character to cast though. He, he that's a hard character to do right. Yeah. Deadpool, I love Deadpool, but Deadpool's kind of an easy character to get on film. It's an easy thing to do. He break all you gotta do is break the fourth wall, make yeah. a dirty joke. It's it's fairly easy and just have action. Lobo got to do all that besides break the fourth wall, but Lobo's just that, that's a that's a hard story. He's to do. crazy, yeah, yeah. And like, to, you know, to casting insane. Lobo would be I think the hard part for that. Casting somebody that's not Nicolas Cage's Ghost Rider, <laughs> but just this side of Ryan Reynolds' Deadpool, somewhere in that middle is what you that's what you need is because that's what it, it's it's a difficult thing to do. But I was thinking that like. It, it basically, like if DC can get things back on track, I think that they can try and do like 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 more out there fun movies. So uh, like like a character that I love and, and he gets no 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 talking at all. You know, like, you know, like, you know, like, you know like, he, he he gets like you know no love is the uh, the, the like, question. Who basically, if you've seen Watchmen, he he's a lot like Warshak, mm. uh, except he he basically he has these uh, crackpot theories where where. He, he thinks that like everything leads to like an evil like you know like you know thought or whatever you know so like you know he's he's totally insane but I would love to have Carl Urban play him and then have that be directed by uh, David Fincher and, and then have it as this like crazy like you know serial killer movie or something or whatever and then and, and then maybe have Edgar Wright do a movie about like Booster Gold and then and, and then I was thinking uh, you can either have uh, like um, either James Martin play a Gold or uh, John Krasinski. Yeah. Because both of them have like you know. Well, like if you're gonna have Edgar Wright, with, with, if you're doing comedy and he can do action and he can, if you've seen Shaun of the Dead, he can do comedy. He can do action. He can also do 
the the horror flavor which that's Lobo. Give Edgar Wright sure. Lobo. He can do anything, man. I don't care. I, I, if you give I'm, him Lobo, I think he could do Lobo. But like I said, it's just the casting of Lobo would be difficult. The the casting of it, the script would be. Difficult. You know what's crazy is that uh, Jason Momoa <clears throat> could probably play Lobo. You know, he's he, he's very. I mean, like 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 uh, he has a, a, a show on uh, like Netflix about the, uh, the like bird trade. Yeah, and it's not a very good show, <coughs> but he Excuse is me. very sinister in that in that role where like you know he he, he he's like you know, killing people like chopping off ears. Well, he and looks. Stuff he, or whatever. He, he, he's got the look of. Love. He does. He, he doesn't have. have the, he doesn't have the look of Aquaman. I, oh, no. I, I, I don't know. Chris Pine does. I mean, like, you know, like, you know. Yeah, he, but yeah. they were not going to give Chris Of course Pine. not, yeah. And now, uh, they gave him, they gave <clears throat> Jason Momoa that role because of Game of Thrones. That's the reason he got it. Yeah. He's jacked. He looks, he looks like a superhero. He look. he's jacked. Good looking guy, long hair, but it's, he doesn't look like Aquaman to me. He's not what my I'd Aquaman rather see like. Will Arnett play Aquaman than, than Will Arnett than, like, plays Jason, a great Jason Batman. Momoa. He plays a great he, Batman. He plays a great Batman, but he would be a, a hysterical Aquaman. He's just like, you know, he's like, hey, I'm talking to like a fish or whatever. Oh, it'd be great. <laughs> well, you might as well have Jack Black play a Green Lantern. Oh, man, dude, what? <laughs> we'll just recast everything. Have have Edgar Wright film it all, man. <laughs> just, just you know, Jack, Jack Black was going to be a Green Lantern. Was he really? A long time ago, they were going to do one, and apparently, like, he didn't have a ring. He, he, he was like a green condom or something. It was so... You, you can read about this. It's so fucking off the wall. It is insane to just hear about... And he, he still wants to make the movies. Like, we don't have to call it a Green Lantern movie. Yeah. We can just make this movie where I have to have a power condom. That, that is insane. Uh, so I, I was talking to um, uh, Chase or whatever. Um, do you, you know who Max Landis is? I have another name. But okay, so he uh, basically is the son of of John Landis. Okay. Who did, like, in Blues Brothers and other things yeah. or whatever. Uh, he, he's a really good um, current, like, you know, like, um, uh, like film writer and everything. Um, he did, uh, like, Chronicle mm-hmm. uh, and, like, American Ultra and some other stuff. So before that, though, he had this really cool video on um, like YouTube called the, uh, the Death Return of the Superman. So basically they came to him after he wrote um, his... Basically, uh, he, 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 I forget like how long it was, but like there's this uh, comic issue called like American Alien, and it's all about um, like Clark Kent being like you know this like a troubled teen and stuff or whatever. So they came to him originally to write his his version of of a Superman movie, and it is awesome. And they they didn't like it or whatever, but he he basically put it all out there in this video that that's about like a 15 minutes long or whatever. And like, there's like, you know, acting and characters and stuff in it or whatever. And it's just, it's so epic. It's so cool. It starts basically with, with, with doomsday beating down everybody. And then it goes from there on and stuff. I've or whatever. not heard of it. Yeah. So like, it, it's got like, you know, like a 20 million views or something, whatever it's, it's, I'll it's, check it out. it's very, you know, very cool. I know, you know, the, 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 the death of Superman, whatever, when they were originally, Tim Burton was going to do his Superman movie with Nicholas. Oh King yeah. Yeah, yeah. A long time ago. And Kevin Smith is writing, and yeah. Tim Burton doesn't like Kevin Smith for whatever reason. <laughs> and what I love about that was Kevin Smith even said himself the only reason he got that uh, job was because somebody at Warner Brothers had seen Mallrats, and he seen Brody's uh, rant about oh, Superman yeah, yeah, yeah. and Wonder Woman, and the only way he can have sexual love with Rain is a kryptonite condom, and that would kill him. And they thought, well, this guy knows a lot about Superman, so let's give him the right one. And... Uh, if you, did you if you ever seen the documentary the uh, the death of uh, Superman I, and I've seen like the last like hour or so oh man it's so it's, good it's, it's very when, interesting when they're talking about how the they the producers and executives wanted the giant spider yeah for some reason yeah. I mean they, there's no excuse to it they just and then they uh <clears throat> and then that 
that same guy who won the spider also worked on um, like Wild Wild West. Yeah. And then that got after he did it, yeah, he finally got his giant spider. Yeah. It's it's crazy. It's it's, it's very, very very. I mean, like so that film almost happened, and then a few years after that, um, they it was like George Miller, I think, was supposed to have helmed a, a Justice League movie. And it was like, they had like Army Hammer doing uh, Batman. They had like Adam Brody as the Flash. And I forget who was playing Superman or whatever, but, but like that that would almost happen or whatever. And then like, um, they, they, they like lost funding or something or whatever. Uh, there have been so many. There was a Batman movie. I thought it was George Miller doing that one. I could be wrong. But basically, the way they were going to portray Batman in this is Batman wasn't a millionaire. Batman was, he lost his parent. He had no money, lived in the sewer, made his own armor and fought people that way. Like it, if okay. you if you go back, you can YouTube or Google uh, Batman movies that almost got made, and this one pops up. And it was they, they cut it out. They like said no because it was going to be so violent. Yeah, like it was no. He was basically the Punisher in this, to where he was just killing. He was murking anybody. It's weird that that back then that that wasn't allowed, but but now it is allowed because like you know, he he just straight murdering people like in Batman from Superman left and right. So I mean like you know the uh, like car chase scene, he's just like flipping flipping vehicles into to, to, to other vehicles, and it's like those guys are dead, and those guys are dead, <laughs> and he's like throwing guys against the wall and stuff and breaking necks. Well, it's, it's like Marvel. Crazy. Marvel has killed a lot of people, but they never show up. Like you'll see a gunshot and a guy fall, but you never actually. It's uh, in, in Captain America: Civil War. It's it's a lot more there. Like 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 the the, the opening sequence with like Falcon just like shooting people left and right or whatever. Yeah. I mean, but but what's weird is that like people people allow Marvel <laughs> characters to, to kill, but 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 they don't like it when, when characters in like in like DC kill or whatever. It's very well, that's, that's because Batman, especially Batman, has that you know we the don't code. kill, yeah, yeah, we yeah, don't yeah. kill, we don't kill, and to see Batman just basically say. Yeah, okay, whatever. I'm yeah. Gonna, this guy, you know what? I'm not gonna kill him, but I'm just gonna brand him so everybody knows, and he's gonna go to jail, and they'll kill him in there. Like it. And the, my favorite scene in it is the one where he's hiding in the corner when when they first break in and Batman meets Superman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like well, a little bat on the. Yeah. I, I didn't. I don't understand that scene. And then he runs across the <laughs> roof like, oh lord, it's so good. Uh, <laughs> It's good for the, the like kind of reasons. Uh, speaking of Batman, I would feel very uh, bad if I didn't bring up like Adam West or whatever. Yeah, that's that's what I was gonna do. Uh, rest in peace, Adam West. He was the bright knight. He wasn't the dark knight. He was. He was. I, I think he might have been everybody's first or second uh, venture into Batman. Mine was Michael Keaton. I mean, that was the first Batman I ever saw. But when I first saw the Batman '66 series and stuff, I fell in love with it. It was so campy and so good. And to watch him, his interpretation of what Batman was. And there's one scene I'll never forget. It's one of my favorite scenes he ever did. It was a, it was a one of the episodes with Batgirl. I can't remember the name of this episode. But they're chasing Joker through a uh, beauty pageant. Joker runs into the women's locker room. And Batgirl says, I can go in there. I'm a woman. She goes in. Joker immediately knocks her out, takes her. So then Batman and they're like, we got to go in and find her. And then Batman stops Robin. He said, but we're men. He said, we've got to cover our eyes. So see Batman and Robin go into a women's locker room with their hands over their eyes, feeling around, just apologizing for being in there. It's one of the greatest scenes ever. And it just, it summed up what Batman was at that point. And I'm a little um, like older than you are. And I, that was my, uh, my actual first Batman. Yeah. And so I remember buying the, the, the like Batman TV toys basically. Mm. And, and, and so I had all of those and I used to like, you know, you know, had a little towel and stuff, you know, like, like around my neck. Uh, we, and, uh, we've all done and that. I, I remember being like, you know, six years old and watching reruns and being up late at night, you know, and just like, you know, doing the whole pow and punch thing, you know, in the air and stuff. 
uh, it, it was it, it's it's crazy. I mean, like like it's not crazy that he died because you know like you know he, he was like, he was like you know like eighty eight. Eighty eight. It's it's just sad, you know. Yeah. You know that you know he's gone. I mean, I mean like like if if John Carpenter died tomorrow, I, I would feel you know the the, the like it's the same thing. Way. It's the same thing when Carrie Fisher passed. Yeah, exactly. Something. It's yeah, just yeah. It, it's not it's not shocking. It's but just, it's just you 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 grew up with it exactly, and, and you never really think of these these people who are larger than life. You never really think of yeah. them as being a normal person. That's one day not going to be here. It, it's I mean, it's weird growing up and outliving your heroes. You know, yeah. it's 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 strange. You know, it, it's uh, it, it's very like a surreal um, that like you know at some point you know it'll all be gone. You know, it's it's weird. So 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 because of that, that's why I can in this current genre of 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 love of comic movies, you know, on, on television and everything else, I'm trying to embrace it for as long as it lasts because at some point people will all of a sudden start hating it again, and we won't get any of this ever again. So. Well, it's it's getting there now eventually because it's. Uh, I mean, I love this, but you know as well as I do, they're doing six to eight movies a year. Yeah, for no, the next, that's true. And it's going to eventually get oversaturated where people's like, well, I'll catch the next one, it's, and that's 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 the part I don't like is. We're getting so many because they're knowing they're making money. Yeah. And instead of making them good, I'm worried that they're going to just start putting movies out. And what's crazy is, is that is that like Marvel hasn't done a bad one, but mm. I'm, I'm, I'm I find myself kind of being like overwhelmed a little bit, you know, because I'm just it's getting to a point where where it, it, they aren't done a certain way. I don't like them. It, it's like I'm I'm getting like almost like elitist. Like oh well, like you know, I mean I mean I suppose just being like you know just like thankful for for them making these movies. I'm kind of you know being like well you know you guys you know need to do it this way instead you know <laughs> and, I, and I hate that like I have that. That mindset, you know, but it, it just, it just like, you know, just do it right, you know? It's just like, you yeah, know, do, so it, do it how I want you that's to do how, it, you know? Do it how we want you to do it. Exactly. And, well, I think, I think it's, I think Wonder Woman was DC's great at first attempt at it. Sure. I think that, that, that right there is showing them that it doesn't have to be, it doesn't have to be dark yes. and humorless. I think they, they, I hope they realize that. It's a that. good start in the right direction. Yes. Hopefully they keep doing this because if they don't, it won't be long before people don't don't care about any of those guys. Well, again, I'm I'm on a quote to Captain America because the first Iron Man movie was so good and it set the tone. And then when Captain America came out, it was a completely different movie. And they tried it. It it was it wasn't the best selling one they had, but it, it worked. So they learned from it. So then the next one they grow from. Take Wonder Woman. It's made a lot of money, and I knew it was going to make. If this movie bombed, it was the first woman, female led, big budget. Yeah. And I'm not talking. Catwoman or Electra, <laughs> you know. Well, I mean, like, but how good did uh, Kill Bill do? Kill Bill did good. I mean, for it's a yeah. Tarantino, so it's not going to. I don't it, know if it, it made. I mean, like, it wasn't bad. I don't know if it made one hundred fifty million, yeah. but it's. But you know what I mean? For being a, a comic book, the first sure, which everybody says it's the first. It's not. Electra was the first oh one. God, I'm gonna bring that up. But man. you know what? But you know what I mean? It was yeah. the first one. But this is the first big budget, and you had a, a big name actress and Gal Gadot, and I will say that. I was never sold on Gal Gadot, and she's beautiful, she's good, she's but the problem I had with it was she didn't look like an Amazon to me, and then when I see this movie, I'm like, I see it now, like, yeah. like I understand it, yeah. Batman v Superman, she did a great job in it, she stole it, but I was thinking more of a Gina Carano type, just this, this bigger woman, an Amazon, what an Amazon is. Gal Gadot didn't have that, but after seeing Wonder Woman, I'm sold. You know, I'll say that, like, it, it didn't hurt having Hans Zimmer do her a theme. Like, you know, it's, uh, her, her theme music is incredible. It, it's dumb. I mean, like, I mean, uh, before that, I, I kind of liked, um, Captain America's probably more. Yeah. And then, I, I, and, and then hers came out and I was like, man, and hers is just so good. Like, it's just, it, it's just. Well, when you it, first it, get introduced it, 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 to Batman Superman. Oh was, my God. Yeah. It's awesome. Oh, such a great guy. So DC, like I said, that's a great first step into it. Uh, we've got Justice League is their next one out. Um, after that, I don't. 
Because, like I said, after that, I, I think it was supposed to be Flash, and then I don't know if it's going to be Aquaman or before Flash. Flash had so many troubles. But it's a great time for comic book fans. Uh, if you're a DC fan, you, you really need to be rooting for Justice League because if it fails, I don't know what they're doing. And it's going to make money. There's too, there's no way it's not going to make money. But if this movie gets panned by critics, and or not even critics, I don't care what critics say, if the fans don't like this movie like they did Batman v Superman, if they say the Justice League, which is... The Justice League is more iconic than Avengers. Sure. You have bigger names. That's fine. If you have that movie and the fans are just, eh, it's okay, where do you go from there? You can't go anywhere from there. If you're, you're big budget, your knockout punch with all of your big, big name heroes is just a, eh, it wasn't bad, it wasn't great. You can't, you cannot, you can't recover from that. And you're going to be stuck with the Batman universe, which is, I think, what we're all going to want anyway. <laughs> right. We're going to want Under the Red Hood to end up being, a, that's, that's what's going to end up happening. It's weird. It, it's like, uh, his his stories are so iconic that they they overshadow really good other storylines. Like, you know, the, uh, the whole, like, a Flashpoint Paradox is a great story, yes. but, but nobody even really knows about it because Batman has so many stories. Well, it's like we were talking about with the Blackest Night. Blackest Night is, is one awesome. of my favorite yeah. comic arcs ever because you literally have Every DC yeah. everything in it, and you get introduced to every Lantern Corps. Seeing 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 other other cool characters become Lanterns is so fun, also. And like you know, I don't know if we'll ever get there. Seeing like and then becoming like you know Blue Lanterns and stuff or whatever that'll be so so much fun. Um, and like, uh, what do you call it? Uh, Identity Crisis is really good. Mm. Uh, and like Kingdom Come is also really good. I mean, I mean. I mean Come couldn't happen until like you know twenty years down the line because it's basically all of them like you know old and everything and whatever you know but but that's such a good book uh, that like I would love everybody to just like you know actually like know that storyline but like, but like, I mean I mean like if they keep making bad movies well we're never gonna get there so. yeah like I said I think we're gonna be stuck with the bad first yeah but I will say this the one thing I do want is if Injustice League if you're gonna set up do the Injustice storyline the Injustice storyline for the would be a perfect setup for the DC extended universe you have Joker. If, especially if you're not going to let Leto do it. Joker gets killed. Let him kill Leto's Joker. I don't know if people would accept a uh, just power-hungry evil Superman, though. They might not. You know, they I mean, might, like... Well, they're not accepting Man of Steel either, <laughs> so that's not the point. Fair enough, fair enough. You're right, right? They're, they're not accepting this version either. But that's what I think would be... I think that would be the best... That would be a great story arc, because everybody loves Injustice. The comics they did just went more in-depth when it, it's awesome. But it's the whole, do you want to turn Superman evil and how do you come back from it? Again, there's always a way to come back, but I don't I don't have faith in DC to bring that back from him being this, this monster that kills everybody to being the superhero we all want and need again. So. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's it's nuts. It's because like when, when I, I was thinking about this earlier and I, like what, what, what I wish they would do is just make movies that they like and not worry about what people think. And instead, it feels like they're trying to give us what they think that we want, you know? Yeah. It's like, you know, when they made Iron Man, they just made a movie, man. Yeah. And, like, you know, like, and, and fans should just, like, dug it because it was so different and cool. John Favreau didn't go into it thinking, like, oh, like, you know, we need to do these things or whatever. And yeah. since then, Marvel just makes movies, and either they're, they're, they're good or not. I mean, like, you know. Well, I think one thing that helps Marvel, too, is the majority of people working in Marvel are fans of the... Uh, of the actual yeah. comics and the fact that the guy in charge of Marvel Studios worked for Marvel Comics. I mean, yeah. now it's his own separate entity, but he knew what it was. DC, I don't think DC has that. I really don't. I think they're getting well, like uh, I like think, Jeff Johns was, was well, like was was like you know, here and there. But you know what I mean. I think that they're. Uh, I think DC's problem is Warner Brothers owns it. I think Warner Brothers is like, give me a bunch of big name actors, give me a bunch of big name directors, 
and let's make some movies that people are going to see because I think they're banking on having the, the the name value, just a Batman, a Superman. I think they're worried more that, well, we can put this name out there and people will see it. The movie doesn't have to be great. Yeah. And I think that's their problem. Wonder Woman, I think they kind of righted the ship on it, but the ones before that, I think it was just, let's put them out there with big-name actors. Suicide Squad was, the characters weren't well-known, but they're like, well, we're going to put Will Smith in this. We're going to put Margot Robbie, who Margot Robbie right now is considered the, the sexiest woman in Hollywood. Until Gaga Day. You know, but you know what I mean. <laughs> she but, was, but you she know what was. I mean. But that's what they're. We're just gonna put them in there, and it'll sell because of it. And I think that's the problem DC had. I'm hoping Wonder Woman kind of righted that vessel a little bit. But. Yeah, it it, only, it almost feels like the the head of WB watched a bunch of movies in the '90s and was like, all we need is like you know explosions and action stars. It's almost like he. he <laughs> it's almost like the guy called Michael Bay and was like, was like hey man like you know how are you doing this like oh like you know you, you, you see the like, explosions and like and, and, and so like maybe they just maybe now seeing that that like Wonder Woman is being like you know successful they don't have to just have explosions and like you know fight scenes and stuff Michael Bay stay away from my DC comics yeah, right? oh, you've my already run my Ninja Turtles and Transformers <laughs> stay away uh, <laughs> stay away speaking of that I heard that, that they might be doing a, a like mask movie maybe uh I've heard that. I don't. I don't know if they're going to do it or not. I mean, like, I, I hate it because that was my favorite cartoon <laughs> growing up, or whatever. And like a lot of folks did, uh, you know, probably like you know, like you doing like you know, uh, know of it. But it was it was a little bit like Transformers, uh, but it was awesome. So, I'm, I'm, but I'd like I basically heard that they're trying to, to mix uh, Turtles, Transformers, Mask. Well, they're going the, to uh, the GI Joe and Transformers. They're they're calling it the Hasbro universe, yeah, apparently, yeah, yeah, yeah. and they're going to try to mix. That, that I don't know how you do that. I really don't. I mean, it's a movie. I guess you could put it's just military and yeah. transformer. We've seen it, but I just I don't know how they're going to work that out. And then I don't know if they put uh, the Ninja Turtles needs. To, they don't need to put that in there. That that's completely a separate thing. They're already ruining it. The last movie was close to what they needed the turtle movie to be because they actually had a shredder. It wasn't a a big Japanese guy that yeah. they had the shadows because they do reshoot shoots. Yeah, reshoots. And, and I just oh. I, I don't want Michael Bay doing this stuff. I'm sorry, I just don't. I'm, 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 I don't want him doing anything. I don't, don't. He's so successful. It's so crazy, man. Like, like, like I, I, I feel that like basically any company could just hire him and make a terrible movie, and it would make a billion dollars. Michael Bay has the same thing the uh, Fashion and Furious movies do, and I love the Fashion and Furious movies. It's but crazy. it's it's just one of them things where you go to a movie, you're not gonna have to turn, think. Turn your brain off. You, you know, yeah, whatever. you don't have to think. And you're going to just see a bunch of explosions and yeah. action sequences. That's all it is. It's nuts to think of, of where Fast and Furious started, which is just they done a Honda Civics robbing trucks, and now they're like you know <laughs> racing submarines on ice and stuff. And they're, they're I mean, I, I, I'm not sure what being like a street racer makes you like a spy, but you know, I mean, I, I mean, folks just eat it up, man. They that they love those. So so okay, so so DC is, is what you need to do. Hire hire <laughs> hire the hire Michael Bay. They've already start, they've already started that. They hired the Rock. Well, well, yeah, they yeah, got the yeah, Rock. Got the rock. <laughs> so you need just. Get Jason Statham, get Vin Diesel, and get Michael Bay, yeah, and just go. make this cross it over. That's the your Justice League movie. There, there you go. Yeah, there's, there's your Justice League. Have have Jason Statham be be like like you like uh like Hal Jordan. You know, it's it's done. It's fine. Vin, Vin Diesel, he's already done it with Groot. He could be Batman. There you go. Boom. I'm Batman. Yeah, I get, I'd love to hear it. I'm Batman. <laughs> all right, all right. We're probably gonna end it there. Andrew, uh, thank you again for stopping by thank the Nerdful Podcast. Uh, where can people see your uh, videos? Where can they 
Uh, you on Twitter? I'm, I'm currently on, uh, basically just on like YouTube under uh, like Geek and Thought. Uh, I haven't posted anything in about a month because I'm trying to figure out what format I'm actually going <laughs> with the show. Uh, I'm, I'm not really sure if, if it's going to start being like more like in game shows or more more towards like in movies and stuff. Just spam content, bro. Yeah, right. You've yeah. seen some of these YouTubers. They just put stuff they out do, there. They do. Whether it's good or bad, they and just then out there. on Twitter, which I haven't touched in about a month either, uh, that you is... You liked uh, one of my things the other day. That's true, so I, I did. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that is uh, at the, the Geek and Thought as well. All right, uh, then go see it. Geek and Thought on YouTube, at Geek and Thought on uh, Twitter. Thank you again for coming in. Thank you for that's, having me. That's Nerdpool for this week. See you. That was really fun. I hope you really enjoyed the episode. Thank you again to Andrew for coming in and ju- just dropping some knowledge, dropping some fan casting, and just chatting about nerddom in general and the DC universe. Hopefully, maybe DC hears this. Maybe they take some of the cues from it. Maybe they help everything and maybe they fix everything up. I really hope they do. Um, again, I hope you enjoyed the episode. hope you had a blast listening to it. I know it was long, but I hope you just, just bear through it and I hope you, you really stayed entertained and it didn't feel like it was that long at all. Thank you again for listening to the Nerdpool Podcast. As always, you can catch me on SoundCloud, uh, soundcloud.com slash nerdpoolpodcast. Uh, you can download the free app and listen anywhere on the go. You can catch me on Twitter at nerdpoolpod. That's at N-E-R-D-P-O-O-L-P-O-D. Uh, drop me a line, tweet me, DM me. Let me know if you have any suggestions, any comments. I'm always here for you. I'll answer anything that I can. Um, I really enjoy doing this every week, and hopefully I'll see you again next week. Thanks, everybody. That's Nerdpool. Peace. Yeah.